Well, this is a time on the programme where we look at last night's Strictly Come Dancing with a focus on the music and its impact on the dancing. And we've got our resident uh, Strictly Come Dancing music expert with us. And good morning to Graham Jarvis. Good morning. Uh, Graham's been involved with the music in uh, Strictly Come Dancing and also um, over the last few years now, Dancing with the Stars uh, in America. So uh, he's got a lot of experience and knowledge. So we were watching Strictly Come Dancing last night, I expect with many of you. Uh, Of course, it was from Blackpool and there are now just seven couples involved in the competition. And uh, we're going to start off, I think, with the salsa, uh, with Chris and Karen. Yeah, um, they, <clears throat> the, the track they picked isn't really a salsa. It's always strange. They seem to do this a lot on the dance shows. They'll get a track which is lively and running around uh, 120 beats a minute, and then they will imagine it at twice that tempo and imagine all the salsa rhythms coming in and out and so when the person depending how good they are uh, more or less marches to the basic ordinary beat in this case 120 beats a minute you wonder why people think it didn't look Mm. much of a salsa i mean it's it's energetic i mean chris i think and karen threw themselves into it and occasionally actually did do little runs, which was the sort of double tempo feel. Mm. Uh, but they didn't do that double tempo feel all along. And I think um, it, it was disappointing. I think with the, the song, which was Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars, the, there's a really strong beat on beats two and four. Bam, 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 bam. And that's not conducive to hearing the in and out salsa rhythm. So... Um, unless Chris was a, a salsa expert, he probably uh, didn't know where to move his body mm-hmm. or what. So it was probably accidental if yes. he occasionally hit salsa uh, rhythms. Uh, I didn't like the music at all. You no? know, I just didn't. I was watching it and I was thinking, oh, no, this, you know, perhaps you saying it wasn't like a normal salsa track. Perhaps that's why. Well, it's just not a salsa track. Yeah. It's, it's um, not got the in between percussion it's Mm. not got the essential salsa bits so um if you imagine somebody just counting one two three four then you it's up to you whether you imagine anything within those counts you could imagine sort of in your mind's eye somebody going da 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 But it's more likely, if you're an inexperienced dancer, with the pressure of cameras flying around you and lots of people watching at home and the knowledge of that, that the beat you will hear will be one, two, three, four. And the chance of hitting the salsa beats is Mm. uh, minimal. So it was entertaining. I mean, uh, I think he's uh, he's such a cheery uh, guy and he's uh, always smiling and he doesn't seem to take himself seriously i think he's got a pretty good fan base so although they didn't dance uh, salsa i think he would be um he would be safe yes the fan base uh, score of uh, 33 i see craig gave we had scores of seven eight nine and nine yeah mm. yeah 
It's been used a lot around the world, this particular track, um, mainly as a cha-cha, where the tempo for a cha-cha is uh, ideally oh. 120, hmm. and um, the original Uptown Funk ran at 115, hmm. so people speed it up a little bit to do a cha-cha to it. Um, but uh, last night they did uh, speed it up to about 121, but they weren't dancing at the salsa sort of tempo feel, which would have been 242, so really fast. They'd have been really moving and doing intimate little moves. Now on to one of my favourites, uh, Emma and Anton, only because it's nice <laughs> to see Anton actually <laughs> getting farther in the contest than he normally does. Uh, they had... Uh, the American smooth foxtrot. Yep, so he might become the father of Strictly in more ways than one, perhaps. <laughs> he's, he seems to be the, the anchor of this show, doesn't yes. he? Yes, yes. Um, yep, well, normally, uh, let's face the music and dance by lots of different artists over the years. Um, it's a quick step. And this was, originally, it was... Um, D uh, sung by Fred Astaire for the mm. 1936 movie uh, called um, Follow the Fleet. Um, so Ella Fitzgerald decided to sing uh, some tracks from the Irving Berlin uh, songbook and um, they took it down to about 130, 140 beats a minute. It changes a little bit um, over, over the song. And... Um, Anton and Emma danced at about that same tempo. So they were dancing at around 130, 140. If it was a foxtrot, uh, then that would be fast. A foxtrot normally is about, uh, say, 120 to 130. Um, so it's a bit of fast, but Anton is so good. that, And it was an American smooth he was dancing, not a foxtrot. So um, with his ballroom skills, it was... You know, you would predict it was going to be a really lovely dance, and sure enough, it, he, uh, it was a really lovely dance. It was classic. It was Fred Astaire, really, um, in the treatment, wasn't it? And on yes. the ballroom that size, it worked very well. But um, you were saying it wasn't a foxtrot, but I thought it was announced as an American smooth foxtrot. I thought you said, um, did I mishear you? Um, well, the American smooth is often based around uh, a foxtrot. Okay. I mean, it can be, the rules are sort of a bit flaky in that it's not a true ballroom dance you don't get the american mm. smooth in the ballroom world so it, it, it's a, a mishmash where rules are relaxed all right and um they can you can do lots of different styles within the american smooth so couples in the past have done bits of viennese waltz and goodness knows what but here because the american smooth is allied strongly with the foxtrot and they've picked a track which lends itself well to a foxtrot. Mm. Uh, but it's faster to allow them to do other things. It was a really good choice, and it's right, you know, dead, dead centre of uh, where Anton likes to dance in his yes. ballroom. And, of course, tribute to um, Fred Astaire, which I'm sure Anton also thinks are brilliant, you know, top hats yes. and all the rest of it, just, yes. just up their street. So no wonder they got two tens. Apparently... First ever tens for Anton after all these years. Yeah. It was the first time he's got any tens. Yeah. And well, he got two of them. They've given him a good partner, haven't they? And he's um, getting, I think over the weeks, he's always being careful to get tracks which are 
the dance uh, that he's going to do. So he's not being given these tracks, you know, the comedy tracks, yes. which we've seen earlier in the season from yes. others, yes. where it's just nothing like. And a bit like uh, uh, we were saying about Uptown Funk, you know, to dance a salsa to something that's not, is, is not, not yes. easy. No, no. Uh, Alex and Neil with the Paso, Paso Doble. Yeah. Well, a Paso Doble needs a lot of drama. It often needs highlights. So traditionally you'd have cymbal crashes and sort of hits on big drums and perhaps people making vocal outbursts, you know, or whatever. Uh, It also needs some, generally needs some, uh, light and shade so it would need some parts where it's not got all that drama going on but typically for the TV dance shows they pick tracks which are more just high drama because hmm. they're only doing it for a minute and a half and obviously TV likes to see high drama rather than people just doodling around so they've picked a track which um is, has got a almost warlike feel with Run the World Girls by Beyonce. And uh, Paso Doble is in 2-4 time. Ideally, it runs at 120 beats a minute. And it's got a, often got a march feel. So if you're hearing somebody marching along, that will... And if you can imagine somebody sort of posing dramatically, then that probably is a good track for a Paso Doble. Um, with Run the World Girls... It's got. It's good enough to be a Paso Doble in its recorded state, uh, though it's got. Perhaps it needs a little bit of help to make it more of the march and give you more of that Paso feel. And the band did do, uh, I thought, um, a good rearrangement to give it an extra rhythm so that they could hear the main beat and they weren't distracted by some of the offbeats of the original. So I think. Neil probably said, can we make this more of a pasodoble? I want to hear a pasodoble rhythm rather than the just the uh, main beat and then off beats that Beyonce sings in original. I didn't like the music at all. No. As we were chatting beforehand, I was sitting there thinking, I don't like this. Which you Beyonce know? tracks do you like? Though? Oh, I don't know. There are one or two, I imagine. Yeah. But for some reason, I just thought that this didn't sound right and it in a way didn't look right and the mix of the two for well, me anyway well they were brave in the usually it's um the man that's doing all the lead mm. as he's um doing something where he's um fighting a bull it's based around that historically so here where the woman has taken over and she's got women with her and the man is almost playing a tiny little role, is uh, quite a surprise. So it's a completely different uh, Paso Doble. One of the uh, judges' comments was, this was very different, which in a way, you know, is that's not like a, a full endorsement, you know, to say this is very <laughs> different. It was very powerful, you know. Well, you could take that um, several ways, can't you? I mean, it was very different in that it was a woman... Uh, taking the lead with women behind her yeah. and doing that powerful uh, dance, yes. I say, almost the drama. Uh, she was doing it all, and the cape she was doing yeah. that. Yeah, she had the skirt, uh, mm-hmm. whereas Neil was playing a very subservient role overall. I, I thought it. Um, I thought it was interesting. They did do Paso Doble 
steps to it. It can be a pasto place. So I thought for them, for what they were trying to achieve, it was a good choice of so track. I also thought that because we had all these support actors and dancers there, it sort of took away the focus from her a little bit, even though she was at the front and they were at the back. I just yeah. thought, in term, I think what I'm saying is coming over in terms of a television screen mm-hmm. and what we saw... I just didn't think really sort of helped them. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think because she was demonstrating the moves and the professional dancers behind her were uh, doing exactly those moves showed that she could dance doing the lead and she wasn't relying on watching people so in you know when kids are learning to dance they're put in the back row so they can look at what they're doing in the front row and as they get better and better they end up on the front row Mm. and i think she was front row and she remembered all of those uh dances Mm. um it's always going to be a bit of a distraction it It was you know trying to keep the other dancers out of the way so we've got uh, Kelvin and Oti now with a jive and uh, Jailhouse Rock, which is a real, sounds like a real good jive uh, track to uh, jive to. <laughs> yeah, it's Elvis Presley's Jailhouse Rock and it's uh, a classic jive. It's been used um, at, at, at my count at least 16 times yeah. as a jive around the world. It's been used on Dancing with the Stars in the USA. It's been used in France, in Germany. It's been used on Strictly um, three times. and Norway as well. Norway have used it, yeah. And uh, on other dance shows such as So You Think You Can Dance. It's been used a lot because it is a jive. Yeah. It's a good jive and if you pick that as a jive then the only reason you're going to get a bad score is if you can't dance a jive. Now, there, as we just heard, um, that track um, runs at about 167 beats a minute, the one we just heard, and some people would be able to hear the jive in that sort of bam, 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 that sort of speed. If you're not a very good dancer, as we were saying earlier on about salsas that don't have the real rhythm, you might hear it as bam, Bam, and you dance sluggishly. So, obviously, Kelvin and OT have got a great partnership, and Kelvin is really good, and he danced a true jive. So, mm. to every beat, as he should be, he's like going up and down like a piston. He was dancing full energy. They took the track up in speed slightly, um, they took it up to about 170. Uh, below the nominal jive, 176, which surprised me. I thought they'd have gone full steam ahead and really uh, sort of made everybody look like, wow. But nevertheless, it was pretty good. Uh, perhaps they were just wanting to make sure they got the accuracy of the steps by taking the tempo down just a tiny bit from nominal. Um, but it was uh, energetic, accurate, and um, brilliant to see. So no surprise that they got almost full marks. They yes, indeed, yes. 39. Um, uh, just like the arrangements, too, that uh, the band uh, did to it, really. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were saying uh, before that they, uh, you liked the fact they'd extended the break, yes. made a longer break. Is that, um, sometimes when you're trying to get a song to work to, say, one and a half minutes or whatever, you're looking how you can do it. It's hard to split a verse up sometimes yes. because the vocals, people start singing along and then suddenly, oh, <laughs> you've, you've cut that bit out. You're suddenly going to the end of the vocal or or e- even a different verse and people wonder. So if it works well, if you've got an instrumental, 
when you're doing an edit, you'll often seize on that to think, ah, this is a short instrumental. I could double that up yes. and gain sort of like half a verse to make the running time right. So all these things go through your head when yep. you're trying to get a I piece thought it of was music to work. Very good. Uh, yeah, top really score good. as well, three tens and a nine. Uh, Saffron and AJ now with their quick step. Yeah, um, this track was a new one on me, but it's... Um, it's great. It got an immediate quick step feel. And the only thing I thought when I first heard it was, uh, oh my gosh, that's very <laughs> fast. A quick step normally is about 200 beats a minute. And much above, say, 210 beats a minute, a lot of couples will struggle to get the steps in. It's going so fast. Um, now, this track originally is around 240 beats a minute so instead of the 200 nominal 240 there's a huge increase in speed and they took the tempo midway not down to 200 as i would have thought but actually bravely took it down to about 216 to 220 it varied a little bit over the um, duration of the track um, which shows the the amazing stamina and energy and how good she is at being able to get the footwork yes. in at that speed i once had a on the american show a dancer wanted a quick step uh which ran at about 250 and uh, i offered to slow it down before i could decide on the uh, arrangement and edit and she said no no i want it at 250 and i thought wow so we you know it was handed in at 250 and uh, then the following few days it started coming down it's yes. clearly her partner just couldn't do it and i think they ended up doing it at around 220 so i think 220 i'm at the moment thinking mentally that's like the, the top speed you'll do a quick step to but very good and um i think it was entertaining so i think they're um they, they should be safe on 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 that performance yes i would have thought so michelle and giovanni next uh with um Don, uh, with vogue from madonna yeah well this uh introducing this idea of voguing which was a dance from new york a dance style from new york um a sort of a community feel where people supported one another um and it was for sort of ethnic uh, minorities latinos and blacks people and gay people who felt uh, that they weren't accepted so voguing was um a style that came into fashion but soon went out of fashion mm. and of course madonna as was her skill set in those days seized on any popular thing and brought out vogue and so nowadays if anybody hears vogue they yes. think madonna yes. you know, or the magazine they're the only two options um they were dancing a couple's dance to this, so really they could do um, whatever they wanted because they, they were dancing as a street-stroke commercial uh, dance. Um, I would have thought that it, it was going to be a great dance for them, lots of possibilities, because uh, there's lots of parts, parts of the Madonna track where she's slow at the start doing lots of things and then it gets into the, uh, that classic pop rhythm. Um, but um, they, And they kept the original tempo, 116, which is good. It's a workable speed. Um, the scores weren't very good, 32, yes. compared to the others. And I think also, I don't know, at this point, people are looking for entertainment, like we were saying with yes. the first one with Chris. Um, people are looking to sort of feel good. And I'm not sure the way they chose to do the costume, sort of that old-fashioned yes. look, made them look a bit pale, Yes. And a bit, sort of overall a bit insipid. And I think um, Giovanni 
wasn't really in it they weren't sort of dancing <coughs> as a pair that's what i uh, that's what i noted here in my notes here and um, they weren't dancing as a couple much they were no. often very separated yeah so I'm, I'm wondering whether that would come across as an enjoyable as an enjoyable dance for them and whether mm. the people who view them and because they were in the dance off last week mm. whether their fan base is uh, coming to an end but as a choice of track um for street commercial um perhaps hasn't got enough kapow it's got a lot of um sort of a, it's got a range of rhythms but i'm not sure that's what they were choosing to do within that track it was more her story it was it? Yeah. and that came across in the preview before they did the dancing she became very emotional about yeah. talking about the subject yeah, yeah. well i can i can feel that i mm. mean uh, i think it's a very brave thing for it to be able to talk about these things it's it's great yeah uh, but w- w- when you've got all these others uh, you know you've you think on its own i really enjoyed it but when you're trying to compare it to the others yes uh, the others were <clears throat> colorful bright sort of up there kazaz and this seemed to be uh, muted yes somehow indeed yes yes okay then finally then karim and amy uh, they were doing the charleston yeah well, a Charleston is one of the fast, fastest dances uh, there is. In the, it's normally sort of in the sort of high in the two hundred, sort of two hundred and fifty. It's not unusual for Charleston. Um, the track they've picked um, was two hundred and forty beats a minute, and that seems very fast. And they did take it down a little bit to two hundred and thirty. I think um, the fact that it's called Happy, uh, it's by C2C and Derek Martin, um, I think is, uh, tells you what they're trying to achieve, a sort of a happy, upbeat mm. trap and a ch- a track. And a Charleston is one of those tracks that should um, be fun and up there and a bit wacky and just yeah, entertaining so that you can almost laugh. At the people doing this dance but of course they've got to be doing it accurately yes um i thought they uh did a really good job um i thought it, it was upbeat track it gave them a lot of fun moments to add into the choreography um and very brave to keep it at that high speed so i mean the smile was always on his face um it's been used around the world at half this tempo um which is strange or well sort of lower tempo so people counting it in half um as a jive um in um in portugal and france which surprises me because to me it's just not a jive (laughs) but hey uh, perhaps the band did a complete new arrangement in those countries um it has been used once before in 2016 in germany as a charleston um and uh, I think it was a really good choice for them. Yeah. And I, I, nice bright yellow trousers, I seem to remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a matching, bit, yes. and a, a matching uh, dress. Yeah. I thought, again, um, you do, you know, you're throwing everything at it to get the, somebody, if they're going to vote, to vote for you, aren't you? Yes. And, uh, yes. If, 
if you were just sort of mimble, mumbling around in the corner and sort of wanting to lurk in the shadows, people are going to think, oh my goodness, I don't want to put a vote for that person. But when you're here, it's all bright, all action. Yes. And, and they were <laughs> happy. You know, if somebody says happy, yes. it makes you feel good. It's, yes. you know, Darren Brown, no doubt, would have something to say about this. But <laughs> yeah, indeed, yes. Uh, score of 39. And... Um, it was, uh, of course, now is uh, in the dance-off, it's going to be very sort of different. Like, the ones you thought wouldn't go very far have now been eliminated. Yep. And now we're into those that have had their good moments and so forth, you know. So, uh, yes. and what's obviously one of the interesting things is, you know, that you can have a really, you could be top of the table one week and then yep. near the bottom the next week, really. Well, I think Michelle and Giovanni... Um, are great. I actually enjoy watching them each week. Um, I was looking forward to seeing them this week, and I did enjoy what they did, but I did think it was just a bit bland yes. compared to what they've done. I mean, last week, um, I thought it was fabulous what yes. they did, and they were in a dance-off. So yeah, That uh, was strange, yes. And we've, we've, we've spoken, Graham, we don't really know how the judges' points affect the overall marks when it's added to the viewers scores no, and that's no, sort of that, that's all a bit secret really you algorithm, know. Yes. we've had no whistleblowers <laughs> <laughs> coming out with this is how it's gone but that was strange <laughs> perhaps perhaps they just toss a coin who knows well, <laughs> who knows it's the bbc and the who other, knows the other thing i notice is that you know some of these dancers w- when they're interviewed afterwards they're still actually quite breathless well yeah yeah, you these know, dances, yes. it takes it out. I mean, doing a quick step um, is astonishing how much it takes out. Yeah, I think uh, last night, probably, the doing that Charleston um, and doing the quick step and doing the jive were the three that would really yes. take it out of you. I think uh, the energy that Alex had to put into her uh, Paso Doble mm. would have... Um, made her sort of adrenaline levels uh, go up. But I, I, for me, the, the worst tracks, you know, this is about the tracks rather than the, the dancing, the choice of tracks. For me, I think that using Uptown Frank as a salsa was um, not, not no. really good. Mm-hmm. And that might have put them at risk, but he's very popular. Let's Face Music and Dance, brilliant. Run the World Girls, I think good. Uh, Jailhouse Rock. Brilliant. Very good. Yeah, brilliant. Um, Marvellous Party. Really good. Vogue. um, Not so sure about that. And uh, Happy, I thought, was um, very good. So I'd be saying between the two of them, it'd be, um, if I had to, Vogue and the uh, Uptown Front, Chris and Michelle. But uh, in this world of popularity, who knows? (laughs) Who knows how the great British public are going to vote? So yeah. it'll be interesting to see uh, tonight. Yeah, indeed. I, I just hope that um, I just hope that Emma and Anton uh, get through. I think uh, uh, Anton and Emma are on a roll. I think people are, are loving the fact that Anton finally has got someone who he can uh, dance with. She's a good dancer, and also uh, someone. Uh, who seems to be able to hear the music correctly and he's he seems to be yes. getting good choices of music. Perhaps yes. he's doing a bit more arguing behind the scenes, saying, no, I want a real yes. quick step or a real <clears throat> foxtrot or whatever. Mm. So uh, I think he'll start you know, getting people thinking, let's, let's let Anton yes. have a win. 
let's hear it for Anton. <laughs> Graham, thank you very much once again for the uh, excellent uh, investigation or investigation, um, your knowledge of the uh, Strictly Come Dancing and your insight into the music and how it affects the dancers and so forth. And uh, look forward to tonight's um, dance off <clears throat> perhaps we can but perhaps the dancers can't and uh, i'll be looking forward to speaking to you again next sunday yep. at 10 25 uh, only here on brooklyn's radio thank you graham thank you Ooh.